tonight's what our program's all about. I want you to I want you to think about it and let it sink in deep. This is the reason we work in the summertime in January and February and the spring. This is the reason we push you beyond what you think you can do to experience moments like this. Ain't no easy way in life. It wasn't easy out there tonight, but you were prepared for the task at hand. Every one of you players, I mean, ain't no way, ain't no way for, I, ain't, I ain't smart enough to tell you how I feel about you. I mean, and, and because, I mean, it's family, every one of you. I mean, you know it. Sure, I'd like to be 12, 11, and old, and you know, no. but I'm going to tell you something. I wouldn't swamp this year for any year that I've been at all. I wouldn't swap it, men, because I've watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels and 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 I, but I watched you grow up and become men. I watched you become men. Who's catching it? Who's rushing the pass or who's making the tackles? As long as you've got a blue jersey on. It's time for a very special edition of AU Audio, and that's right, Iron Bowl edition. We are just a little over 24 hours away from kickoff. One of the biggest games in the history of this rivalry, number one Alabama, number six Auburn. Uh, the, the stage is set for yet another epic all-time great Iron Bowl, and uh there's just an eerie quiet here in the state of Alabama. Um, that that quiet will be broken tomorrow at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time as these two teams meet on the field. Now, I'm going to be joined in just a minute with a special guest, very special guest, uh, my friend Kevin Touch, KT, as we know him here on the Anchor Community. And we're going to talk a little bit of Auburn football Talk about some of the keys to this game and uh, a few other things. So stay tuned. AU Audio 318 Radio. Let's go. For another edition of AU Audio, today is a special edition. It's the Iron Bowl edition. We have the big game tomorrow at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. And today we're being joined again by uh, KT, Kevin Touch. And he's going to be uh, talking some Auburn football with us. He's the host of 
Anchor Nation, and right now, currently, the number one station on Anchor. So, thanks for joining us, KT. No problem, Shane. Really appreciate your time. Uh, let's talk some Auburn football. Hey, before we get to that, though, I got to know, uh, this has been a pretty crazy week for you, and it looks like you're about to win a prize. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to overtake you. What has that been like for you? It's been very overwhelming, though, because the support has been incredible. I think I've never – out of all my weeks on Anchor, I think this has been the most supportive week, period. Um, I didn't know what was happening Sunday, I'll admit. I thought the rankings were maybe just like a glitch or something. But then when I jumped up to number one at like 626 or something, I was shocked. And then ever since then, it's been like I'm a rock solid up there. And uh, Yeah. It's an interesting juxtaposition because our opponent right now is number one in the college football land, and then we got an Auburn fan number one on anchor. This is yeah. really, it is interesting, you know. Uh, that's great, man. I yeah, I've been just uh, so excited to watch you guys. Not only you, but also uh, you know Sherm, Crazy Asian, yeah, all the other folks that I've been connecting with that are up there in the top ten and top twenty. I think it's awesome. Oh, yeah, and this is like the little guys, the backbone of this app, and I, I really do appreciate everybody who's been supporting me. And to 318 listeners out there, which I'm sure a lot of them cross-connect with me, Yeah, I, I do really appreciate you guys just tuning up to my station. You know, I don't really ask for anything other than, you know, just me posting segments, and if I get a listen, great. If I don't, I'll just try to connect with another person. But I do really appreciate everybody's support. It means the world. Well, that's cool, man. Um I don't know if you happened to see it last night, but uh, there was a game between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Yes. And the Mississippi State quarterback had a horrific injury. Nick uh, Fitzgerald, I believe his name is. Oh, yeah, I feel. Oh, that was awful. Um, yeah. I, just, I just wanted to mention that because, I, you know, we need to keep him in our prayers. I hate to see that. Yeah, and I, I think what happened, I think he got rolled up really bad, but I mean, thank. I, I'm glad he actually got to come out with his team on the sideline. I, I, I think they lost. I, I turned the game off in the fourth. I, was the game over and they lost? Or you know what? I'm not even sure. I just saw the injury and I, I don't even didn't even see the final. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, I don't think the score matters at that point. I mean, I'm I'm hoping for a, a speedy recovery for Nick. Uh, he's a good quarterback. I've seen him play a lot. His running ability is. I mean, it's NFL type stuff. But unfortunately, he. Uh, he rolled his ankle really bad, and uh, we got we got to keep him in our thoughts for sure. Yeah, he's one of the best young players in the SEC. But that type of injury, I mean it it may take a whole you know full calendar year before he can start uh, you know playing or thinking about practicing again because that was just a terrible injury. But we hope he can make a full recovery over time. Um, well, let's get to this Iron Bowl. This is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is very similar to the. 2013 Iron Bowl where, uh, you know, of course, ended with the kick six. But both teams are highly ranked. Of course, Alabama's number one undefeated. And Auburn it has two losses but still controls their own destiny as far as the SEC championship and the and the playoffs. Um, what do you think about those similarities? Do you think it will play out in a similar way? Man, that, uh, well, I, I think I would have a, pretty much a heart attack if we had another kick six. <laughs> <laughs> That would be insane. However, um, I think this is once again going to be another tight game. And I think the key is going to be our D-line versus the Bama O-line and then our O-line versus the Bama D-line. That's going to be key. We obviously have 
Mr. Johnson, who's been <laughs> he's been tearing it up, and he needs to have a good game. Mm-hmm. Gonna have we're going to have to get the passing game passing game going. I think uh, Jared Sim and Will Hastings and the receiving group up in this game. I know you know we kind of we kind of relied on carry on Alon Johnson. You know, yeah. in the Georgia game, which was shocking. I, I can't believe we still won that like that by that way. <laughs> but, but there's no way there's no way this is going to be a blowout. I don't I don't believe that this is going to be a tight knit game. I think we're going to have to dominate the, the run game. I think this time, and we got to control the clock. And of course, as always, every game, no turnovers. And I, I can't stress this enough: if you make a turnover against Bama, they'll, they'll pay for it. You'll, they'll they will pay for it. So we better not do that. And then uh, maybe a special teams touchdown or some some force to disrupt the the Bama um you know momentum. We need a special teams play. And yeah, I think that's how we'll control the game. And then we'll make a prediction a little bit later before we get to there. Yeah. You know, we talked about when we, when we were doing this before the Georgia game, how a special teams play could be, you know, a huge play in the game. And it ended up being a huge play in the game when the Georgia player fumbled the uh, fumbled the punt. And that was a big, uh, you know, swing in momentum right there. So uh, Georgia really could never recover after that. So something similar to that, you know, whichever way it goes, could be huge in a game like this. You know, offensively, I know Alabama has a lot of injuries at linebacker. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to kind of attack that linebacker core, maybe with some passes to to carry on or some passes to the running back, and kind of attack the the linebackers. And I think that could be, you know, a key to moving the ball down the field because Alabama's not going to just let us run the ball, you know, up and down the field. Well, that that's that's a good point because the line we obviously have the linebacker position for Bama. We know that they have, if not the best, if not the second best, the best defense. I mean, we're really close. So. If we can do some short crossing routes even and, you know, attack those short crossing routes and set the screen game, which, you know, last last two games, the screen game has been impressive. Yes. Then, and then we can try to go deep, you know, on a couple plays where, you know, we don't expect, expect it. Maybe the safety is kind of shallow. If we can just expose that safety and the linebackers can't get to, you know, all the routes and they can't cover the post, that's how we expose them. We can't – we cannot – the one thing we cannot do, and this is, I think, you know, with Bama, they're so well coached. I don't know if our jet sweep game is going to be, you know, in in play. The Wildcat, I don't know. We could we could try a couple, but I would not go, you know, I know last game against ULM, we did, we got shut down the first quarter because we were trying some things. I felt like we were testing for next week. I think now we'll see how the test works, you know. That's a that's a great point. Yeah, those outside runs and jet sweeps and things, those are very hard against a fast defense like like Alabama. You just have to really you have to call them at the right time, I guess is is the key. Um as far as the wildcat, I think we th- th- that will still be a big part of our game plan, especially in short yardage, third and two. Oh, yeah. That uh it just has to be if we're going to be successful, you know, at this point, but yeah, I I believe we'll be able to move the ball, but the key to me on offense is will we settle for field goals or will we be able to punch it in and score those touchdowns? Yeah, um, that's the key. We do have Carlson. I think he is the best kicker in the nation, in my opinion. But we got we know we know although Carlson is good, we we need him for the late game. We don't, we got to score touchdowns. I think it's going to take at least four or five touchdowns in this game. I, I really do. This is I'll admit this isn't going to be no boring game. I think. I think I think both teams, you know, they have the defense, but I think this is going to be a really similar game to 2013. I really think this could be one of these shootouts, I think. Yeah. 
And then you, you go to the defensive side of the ball, and what worries me a little bit is that it was kind of a nightmare last week against ULM because we had so many injuries, oh. major injuries that were just, you know, we're going to have guys that are playing in this game okay. not 100%, like uh, linebacker Trey Williams. And uh, Jeremiah Denson, the, the cornerback, he may or may not play. If he does play, he's not going to be at 100%. So those kind of things worry me on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and I think what really worries me the most is the quarterback, Alabama's quarterback and his mobility. Oh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Hurts, I think what we're going to have to do is spy him. we got a QB spy. Mm-hmm. we got to put a spy on him because if he gets out one, if he gets out to the edge just a little bit, right or left, He's gone for 30, 40 yards, and I think that's that's the problem with other teams. I've been watching some film actually this week. They're not spying, and they're not they're not getting they're getting fooled by where he goes and misdirection just through his jukes and stuff. And he's not that fast of a runner. He just got the power to. He's, he's fast, but he's not the fastest guy. So we have to we have to, you know we control the edge game. We have to control the middle. And when it, when he does go deep, I would do some cover two on some you know of some of their top receivers, and then. I mean, spread it out. I, I think we, we need to have a safety, obviously, back there in case of the big play. Mm-hmm. And need that spot because if he gets if he gets loose, he turns it up forty yards, and that's that's not good. That, that keeps the drive. That's points automatically. They don't yeah. turn over as much. And, and not only that, I mean, he has really great instincts, but even when he breaks out of the pocket, he'll still keep his eyes down the field, and he might, you know, he'll connect on a long pass down the field so that we really have to be disciplined with the defensive ends to uh, try to keep him in the pocket contain him not let him break out of the pocket and make those big plays that's it if if they make if they make those big plays they gain momentum and that's not good and now we now now we do have one advantage we do have home field so we Mm -hmm. could we definitely could disrupt them when we you know get them back down there in the five six yard line like their own five and six and we got to put pressure. I think a couple blitz schemes will, you know, that will shake it up down there. Uh, cover two, cover three. Got to, got to pull out all the stops. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be ready for them. The key, the key really is going to be the second half too. How, how will we? I think we can hold with these guys for the first half, no problem. It's just how the, how the pace of the game is, and how, you know, Alabama's running the ball, and how they, you know, effectively match it up. We'll see how our second half stamina is. You need you need to play full. You need to play a full sixty minute game here with Bama. They're the one team where you got to play everything. The fundamentals got to be on point. Yes, absolutely. And uh, you know, for me, a couple of keys is you know, we've got to we got to stop the run game. We can't let them gash us in the run game because that just opens up everything else in their offense if they're able to run the ball. And then on on our side on offense, we need to be able to run the ball. But carry on's going to need some help leave in this game he's not going to be able to carry it 35 times um he, we really need uh, you know some other guys to step up and, and carry that load and um i'm interested to see what other running backs might have a a big game or a decent game because he's going to need some help i believe yeah he, uh, yeah carry on cannot carry this thing 40 times if he carries it 40 times he'll, he'll get he'll get burnt out but there's one thing I, I i did see last week we did get a couple running backs into the game where I, I actually didn't know who they were. But without Cam Petway, I think the good thing is we have a couple speed backs, and I think that will be key to, you know, switch the pace up. And uh, we can switch the pace up on instead of going, you know, power eye, power run, and do, you know, a little speed option or like a, you know, a mm-hmm. pitch. That will, that will help. Uh, obviously, Stidham's got the arm, but 
we need we need a full team effort here. I think the running some uh, you know side running backs, running back number two is basically on the depth chart will help, and that will help the pace too. Yeah, Cam Martin. That's I was trying to think of his name. Cam Martin. We need him to. Uh, I think if Cam Martin has about five. Oh, I'm sorry, about 10 carries and maybe around 50 yards, that'll be a good sign that we're doing what we want to do on offense because that'll be, a, you know, he's the number two back. And if he's be getting that involved, then we're having success on offense. So I'm going to be looking at that statistic as the game goes on as kind of an indicator of how well we're doing on offense. And that's a good that's a good point. Cam Martin last week, he, he had a couple breakaway runs. And I think what we have to do with Cam – is we got to utilize him towards the, towards the red zone. I think they're expecting carry on, you know, in the you know in the red zone. If we can switch it up, let's say the twenty twenty five yard line, and they don't expect Cam to get in there, they, 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 there's a chance we can block for him. He can get a nice ten yard run, and then we can keep getting first downs, and then we'll power it in with carry on like two or three, and yeah. that will save his legs too. So I think that's a good a utilizer of the red zone for Cam. Yeah, that that uh, it's going to be huge. Um, well. I guess we get ready to wrap this up. I would like to get a score prediction from you. What do you think the score is going to be? Um, I'm just – I'm so looking forward to this game. I'm so fired up. It's uh, – Yeah, man. It's it's crazy around here. Everybody's just kind of nervous, and it's kind of really uh, – it's weird because it's kind of quiet around here. I haven't heard a whole lot from my, from my Alabama friends, and I haven't said a whole lot to them. It's just been kind of – the quiet before the storm, but it's going to get wild tomorrow afternoon. So, uh, what's your prediction for the score for the game? Uh, I think, I mean, of course, I think this game is going to be the closest game of the season. But I think really this game, although I, a lot of people might think defense, I think both teams will have a high-powered offense. I got, I got Auburn winning this game, thirty-eight, thirty-five on the way field goal. Uh, I just really think with with carry on Jared Stidham. Uh, you know, Cam, we could definitely you know, use the running game. Our defense will step up in this game, I believe. But I don't believe they can hold Bama for that long. But I overpower of the offense and a, a, a good enough defensive play. I got a 38-35 Auburn win. Awesome. I'm going to say Auburn wins 28-20. to 20, um, And maybe that, that final seven points comes late in the game, just kind of nail in the coffin kind of thing. But I'm going to say Auburn wins 28-20. to 20. Well, uh, KT, again, I'm very proud of what you're doing this week in the number one spot there on Anchor. Thank you, man. For giving me this uh, about 15 minutes for uh, recording this episode, man. Yeah, man, I got one more thing in store for you if you want. I got a YouTube video the kick six. <laughs> you want to end it with that? Oh, go for it. Let's do it. This thing comes up short. He field it and run it out. All right, here we go. Excuse me, chills every time. <laughs> every time. It's got the leg. Here we go. 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 we can have another uh, memory like that because that's been a while. Yeah, man, I, I think I think that'd be awesome if we could have some type of you know game where, it, especially at Jordan Hare, where the miracles have happened. I mean, this could be a, you know a, a team, they said it was a team of destiny. This could be another one, and we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this game. I really am. Yeah, we'll see. I, I actually think as a 
as far as a, being a complete team, this team is better than that 2013 team that, that went to the national championship game. So, uh, you know, it's just uh, we'll have to see what happens. Auburn has not lost a game at Jordan-Hare Stadium this season. I'd have to go back and see when the last loss was, but uh, anyway, they haven't lost one this season at Jordan-Hare Stadium. So we'll see what happens tomorrow afternoon. Absolutely, Shane. Really appreciate your time. And, yeah, I, I am so pumped up. Maybe maybe we can do some live audio. We'll see how that goes pending on, you know, maybe a halftime break or something. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, I appreciate you giving me some time this morning, and uh, have a good day, man. Easy, Shane. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, the stakes for this Iron Bowl could not be higher. Auburn has not lost a game in Jordan-Hare Stadium since September 2016. Alabama, on the other hand, has not lost a game all season. Their last loss was in the national championship game last season so the winner of the game will go to the SEC championship game to face Georgia and will continue to control their own destiny as far as the playoffs go that's going to do it for this edition of AU Audio I want to thank again Kevin KT for coming on the show uh, talking some Auburn football with me I hope this won't be our last AU Audio Um, if Auburn should lose the game This will be the last AU audio, at least until bowl season rolls around. Um, But if we win, we stay alive, and that means there'll be more AU audio next week or the week after. So we'll have to see what happens. Uh, It's going to be pretty intense 24 hours here in the state of Alabama, uh, capped off by one of the biggest games um, of my life as far as college football goes. So can't wait it's uh the anticipation is just incredible right now so uh, thank you all for listening for for joining us for this edition of au audio and uh i just couldn't be more thankful for all the people who listen and 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 support this uh station and what we're doing here and uh hope you guys have a great weekend hope you get a chance to watch the game god bless oregon